All right, so today we have another episode for you guys. Today I do have a guest with me. We're going to talk about biphobia, things we've been through, um, experiences that we've noticed other people go through, and some personal stories. Today I do have Frances with me, and she's definitely going to talk about stuff that she's been through with this because it's been super frustrating to deal with it myself before coming out. Um, but if you'd like to introduce yourself, go ahead. Yeah, hi, I'm Frances, and I'm <laughs> honored to be here, to be honest. It's, it's interesting because before I actually came out um, as gay as of recently, I feel like a lot of the experiences that I went through telling people that I was bi, they always felt like either I was being greedy or in some way feeling like it was too much for them. Like, if you've ever experienced that where people are just like, okay, you know, it's competition, so if you're with a guy, they're going to feel like you're being uh, comparing, you're going to compare them to women and want to leave them for women, and it just really stems in insecurity. So that's what, like, it, it really frustrates me when having to deal with that, having to hear other people deal with that. Have you been through that? Um, sometimes, uh, to be honest, it's like... You get into relationships and you try your best to explain to them that it's not like someone passes by and you're just immediately attracted to them. Yeah. It's just like anyone else. You have types, you have preferences, and I think for a lot of people it's hard to understand that. It's yeah. Just, you tell them, oh, I like guys, I like girls, and they're like, so you like everything. No, no, I don't like everything. I, I even had situations where people will tell me, oh, so if you're bisexual, does that mean that you're into me? Like, I, no. I might have my preferences, but don't think I'm desperate or don't think that it just applies to every single person. So I've lost friendships over it, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's not like anybody's any different. It, it's just like you would look at heterosexual relationships, gay relationships. You have your own preferences. You have things that you like in people, and other things that you don't and one of those things things when people say those kinds of things ugh, people that say those kinds of things I don't even want to associate with not even as friends because sure. it just shows that they have a different way of thinking and I don't want to be involved with that so I'm gonna read off a couple of statements and you mm -hmm. can tell me if you've experienced this because some of them I have experienced um, throughout friends throughout people just in general people that I might have been interested in dating or people off the street that just I would explain that I am what I am and yeah. that's it um, so one of the first ones is well you're not really bisexual because you've only dated men or women mm -hmm. I mean before I'm amazed that I am bisexual I move around and you know I have my days where I'm a little more tomboyish there's days that I'm completely femme but I carry myself very, very privately. I, I you always have actually. <laughs> yeah, so like I try not to like almost like expose myself because it's no one's business to be honest. Like basically, you yeah. know, like I shouldn't see someone just off the street and immediately be like, okay, they are this. I yeah. don't put labels on people. I I like to get to know them deeper, and um. Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, people are amazed when I say them, like, yeah, I like girls too. <laughs> it, it's kind of interesting because it, it, it puts 
I think that it puts this perspective that gayness or bisexuality has a particular look. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even with the stereotypes, you can you can definitely tell if somebody is a little bit more out there, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that somebody else who doesn't necessarily look that stereotype doesn't fit. Because I get told that all the time. I um, recently came out as gay, and people are always like, well, you don't look gay. You have a kid. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, first of all, what's the look thing? Like, mm -hmm. when I first came out, I think that was, like, one of the biggest things that I struggled with is my own identity because yeah. people would say that. So even then, it's like, if it doesn't have a certain look, why are you putting a label on it? Like, it's not only not your business to do that, but you don't know what that person went through. You don't know what their, their stories are. So in reality, it's like, why would you say something like that, knowing that it could possibly hurt the person that you're telling? And it did to me when I first came out. So for me, I think, yes, because people have literally said, you know, I wouldn't think that you're gay because you have a kid. Um, have you ever been asked that if you're experimenting? Yeah, I have. Uh, I think in high school it was like the pivot point of, um, because obviously like at the beginning I was, I wouldn't say like completely like girly, but I was more towards that side. And then obviously like the more I started to know myself and just living life and just growing and getting into friendships that made me open up my mind into a lot of things. Like, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, no, that's just, it's a like curious phase for sure. <laughs> Everyone goes through it, it's high school, everyone is gonna do it. And I was like, oh, mm, I, I think so. it's a little deeper than that, but okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody really has the room to really get to know themselves mm -hmm. in high school. I don't think any of that comes from high school. A lot of the ideas and thoughts that you would have in high school are things that you're taught, things that you see from other people. But once you get into college or even working around other people that are not um, within the same environment as you can change your way of thinking. And I think after high school is when I really, really got yeah. to know myself. Has anyone ever told you, like in a relationship with a woman, or even when you open up to them and tell them that you are bisexual, has ever, anyone ever told you, oh, the right man will fix you? More or they, so. Or like they'll say, you know, you probably haven't had the right dick. <laughs> yeah, no, more so. Uh, I would say from like my family, um, you know, it was always like difficult because I was around most of my family, like the female side was the one that was like caring for me. So I never really had like the ideal male figure in my life. So for me, it was harder. I was like, well, if they were never there, why do I need them now? You know, <laughs> and I always and, and I always went through trying to look for like that, that guy that would like sway me out of like this idea that I was only into women. Um, and like, yeah, I'm attracted to them, but. I'm also attracted to women because I saw that like love that they can give and to me that was more important than just like trying to fit the stereotype of like oh well a guy is gonna come and marry me and give me kids and I'm gonna live happy I'm like well, I don't want I don't really want that <laughs> <laughs> everyone's idea of happiness is different and mm -hmm. it's it's really it really sucks because at at any point in time, it can change. Mm -hmm. People seem to think, and this is like one of the things that I have set up, 
um, that attraction, bisexuality, the attraction is always equal. It's always 50-50 when that's not necessarily the case. Some people have preference for women and would rather date women than rather date men. And it's never equal. I don't think the love that people have is ever equal. It changes from person to person. It can change from time to time and through situations and experience, it can completely take a, a 180 and switch around. So it's, it's um, I feel like people need to be a little bit more open and allow themselves to feel their feelings instead of going with the same narrative or the same ideas that the person before them did. So, I mean, being open is probably the best thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like a lot of people just get stuck on a cycle of, well, this is what I experience. And then once they go back and like they try another relationship, they end up in the same because that's all they know. Yeah. Because they don't open their minds to like, well, maybe trying something different, like falling for a different person, someone that cares truly about this instead of that. Yeah. And it happens all across. I mean, I, I like the uh, and it's funny because when people say you know the the right man or the right the right dick you haven't had that I'm just like trust me as open <laughs> as open as I am about my history and the things that I've done you think that is what's gonna fix it no 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 I've had plenty don't want any more <laughs> like I'm good I'm good honey <laughs> um. And then we were talking about this earlier, that are you attracted to me too? Like, really? Do you really want to ask me that? If I'm, if I'm opening up to you and I'm telling you, hey, I'm, I'm bisexual, this is my preference, mm-hmm. and your first response is to make it about you? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> um, at the same time, I feel like, because that has happened to me before, and I feel like half the time they become offended because... You know, if I haven't make myself more available to like flirt with you, that is an indicative that I'm not into you. You're not my type. Exactly. So why, <laughs> after me telling you, now you're trying to almost like validate yourself into me having you almost like in a pedestal? Like no, like, like I'm sharing because we're friends. You would have known the fact that I'm into you long before mm-hmm. me having to like wait until this moment to like. And you can tell, openly, even if yeah. even if you hadn't, like, openly flirted with them, it's definitely, there's definitely ways to tell by body language unless yeah. the person is absolutely oblivious. <laughs> and I know that there are a lot of people out there who are absolutely oblivious of signs and will not really take a hint until you have to come out and outright say it. So even then, it's like I see from both sides where mm-hmm. I can understand if they don't feel like you might have feelings Mm -hmm. because they didn't see it before and you might be telling them because they're like hello like get with the program and they hadn't seen it so it's like it kind of sucks because there's two ways to look at it so maybe that would have been an indication to them that you were into them but at the same time you don't seem like the type to be high to hide those feelings like Mm -hmm. you'd be like okay this is what i'm interested in i'm gonna try to get it yeah no i definitely it's not that I impose myself on people, but I definitely make it very obvious. Like, I'm like, okay, so what's your favorite candy? And then from then on, I'm going to be like, oh, here you go. And, you know, I, I make it settled because obviously I, 
I am very, very, like, into consent. Like, I'm not going to move faster yes. that you really want me to move because that makes me feel really, really bad because I have had that situation happen to me where I want a certain pace and the other person is just flying through it because I don't know why, <laughs> you know? And uh, it's uncomfortable. So I put myself into that situation. I'm like, okay, do I, if the person is meeting me there, then I move on and I talk to them like, hey, you know, like, I will like something more with you. I, I want to spend more time with you. Like, is that okay? Yeah. That same would, same once, like, you get more confident, like, once it gets more serious, like, I always ask, like, hey, like, where are we going? Yeah, where, yeah. what are we? Yeah, the like, famous what, like, what are we? You know, because, like, I can make my assumptions just as much as the other person can, but at the same time, it's, it's all about respect and a lot of people a lot of girls just think just because you tell them that you're into girls like you're just gonna flirt with them and it's like no girl i'm being nice <laughs> to you i bought you a drink because you're with me and i was being curious i'm just don't being, I'm just being your friend i'm just being your friend don't don't get scared you'll know if i'm flirting with you <laughs> you wouldn't be able to mistake it mm-hmm. um have you ever been told that you were just going through a phase to and it it really just says oh you're going you're just going through a phase I had a slutty phase too it's like I feel like even then they're trying to not only suppress your identity but also call you an insult out of it now I don't like to use those words because mm-hmm. they have a negative connotation so when somebody is called a whore a slut mm-hmm. I'm like okay you call women that but you don't say the same thing about men men are applauded for having sex for and sure. yet women get this um negative connotation attached to them for life because they've had more experience and i've dealt with that personally um have you ever been told that you've been going through a phase like hey don't worry about it it'll it'll pass um probably more at the beginning um i guess once i was getting more comfortable in into like what i pretty much believe in um yeah, some people are like, oh, it's just a face. I mean, everybody goes through it. I'm like, you know, I I don't know about that, you know, because, you know, it, it's like a lot of people go through faces, but you never get out of it. So yeah. how do you explain that, you know? I think, and this is funny because I never really understood it, even in high school. If you ever had to question what your sexuality was or what you were attracted to, you're obviously not straight. Yeah, <laughs> because straight people don't have those kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. They they will see like myself. I used to see women in the locker room, so uncomfortable in the locker room because I always felt weird, and I never understood why until I came out later and noticed that there are other women who have come out later in life and felt the same way, felt mm-hmm. awkward. They didn't want to look, and this happened to me all the time. I hated gym class, hated gym class because changing in and out, I go to the bathrooms. I think me and like two other girls for the reason that they put the signs on the door at Poinciana. <laughs> no more changing in the bathroom. You got to change in the locker room. Yeah. And I kid you not, every time I would go into the locker room, I'd wait. Either I'd go before before um, they started. So when they're doing the announcement in the in the gymnasium, I would um, basically wait until then to slip into the to the locker room change or have my clothes underneath my clothes so that nobody would ever see anything i get in get out and that's it i'm done yeah the locker room was the worst place for me (laughs) i hated it it's funny because i was completely the opposite way um i guess it was just like my 
self-defense mechanisms like the more comfortable i seem the less awkward i'm gonna be interacting with like half naked girls around me so i was always like trying to joke around and i think that's how my personality pretty much like build up around the whole am i attracted truly or is it just you being friendly mm, yeah so uh, yeah no i completely was just like you know what if something makes me uncomfortable i'm just gonna joke around it and then it's gonna make me feel better <laughs> Two opposite yeah, coping mechanisms sure. <laughs> on that. Two completely opposite. I was more the awkward, like, I can't deal with this. This mm-hmm. is too much for me. I need to get out of here as soon as possible because I didn't know how else to react. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's two sides to it, and I'm glad that you had that experience because I would have killed for that experience, <laughs> honestly. Um, the next one is, but how do you know if you're bisexual if you've only been with women or men? Why does the identity have to be questioned? If I'm telling you that this is what I'm into, regardless of what my history is, why are you questioning it? If it doesn't have anything to do with you, why? Like, honestly, and I I treasure Alan for this because he's been one of my longest time friends. When I told him that I came out, he was like, okay, because it doesn't affect him. Exactly. Like... And that's what, that's what you would look forward to. That's the kind of response that people would look forward to because it just means like, okay, you know, I'm supportive of you. I'm not going to cut you off or anything. Nothing has changed because it does not affect me. So even with that, I feel like people are questioning it because of your history. And it really shouldn't be like that. It feels like a judgment. Yeah, I also think it's like instead of putting your feelings, they see how is going to change for them because they're like well if this is going on like what happened like why didn't you tell me before (laughs) and now it's like well has it always been like this you know like they make it more about themselves like i understand that like people coming out and like liking something different might be a little strange for people but they always question it because it's something that they haven't experienced and now they feel like because you're sharing it, they have an opinion to put into it. And it's like, no, I'm telling you because you're my friend <laughs> and I just want you to know. And um, it has happened before where people just want to like over question my, my decisions in life. And I'm like, well, I don't question you when you spend $10 on coffee every day and then you are like, I'm broke. And, you know, it's the same concept, you know, like everything in life just is the way that you want to live it and if it's not directly affecting anyone i don't think anyone should care yeah exactly mind your business mind the business that minds you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so have you um have you ever been questioned with your identity while being in a relationship with someone yeah i have (laughs) You know, so, and that's honestly um, really sad. Um, yeah, no, I was uh, starting a relationship with this girl, and she just didn't understand what being bisexual is, pretty much. And I'm like, I mean, I understand, but you also kind of been in the community. You know, she was a little older than me, so I was, like, baffled. I was like, what do you mean you don't understand? So um, in her understanding, she was like, oh, so does that mean that you're going to have me as your girlfriend? And then you're also going to have a boyfriend at the same time. Like, that's not what he means. It just means that I just like certain women. I have a type of woman. And I'm open to dating those type of women. And I'm also very open to dating some specific types of men. Is the same as you. Like, 
I just like both sides. <laughs> Not at the same time, wouldn't do that. Uh, but yeah, no, she was really confused and um, it just brought a lot of trouble in the relationship because you know, we will go out and if someone, don't matter who it was, guy or girl, will ever like combine me, it could be like to literally like move my shoulder so they can get like a drink mm. at a bar, she would like feel some type of way. That's in her like eyes, me, yeah, in, yeah, and for me to be nice to a guy, it was like a big thing for her. And I was just like, girl, I'm with you. At the end of the day, like, I could smile at someone. I could tell them, like, oh, I like your shoes. You know, I can receive a compliment. But at the same time, like, I'm with you. It's mm -hmm. out of respect. And, like, it just, yeah, no. She questioned all the way until I ended because it was, it was getting a lot wow. for me to, like, deal with her trying to almost undermine the type of, like, relationship that I wanted to have with her. She didn't was, trust you. Yeah. And that sucks. A, a relationship needs to be rooted in trust. Mm -hmm. I've been through it with, my, with um, my last relationship where the guy that I was with, um, me not knowing that I was gay, um, he, was, he literally told me, he was like, you can't be interested in women. It's literally a competition. And he told me that he would not progress with a relationship unless I told him that I was not interested in being with women because it was literally too much for him. So when we would go out, what he would do is he would um, try to get me to look and be like, is that something that you'd be into? Just to try and come up with a fight so yeah. that, oh, well, you told me that you weren't interested in women, so now I have to leave. And it ended up being like a really abusive relationship regardless, but at the same time, why would you tell somebody that? Mm -hmm. Like, in, in my stupidity back then, I thought that that's something that I needed to go through to have a stable relationship. Not knowing any better, I went through that, and I will not go through that again. It has to be, you have to be secure. You have to be um, truthful with the person that you're in a relationship with. If you have something that you feel like is cheating and the other person doesn't feel like cheating, you have to come to a compromise or it's not going to work. And all of that stems in communication. And I think yeah. missing all of those things definitely makes a difference. And I am so sorry that you went through that because that must have been painful. It was. I literally stopped going out. <laughs> I, no. It was hard. I mean, even like my interactions with my coworkers, I couldn't go to like parties with them. I, I couldn't even bring her with me because I didn't want to go to the situation of like, well, your girlfriend is freaking crazy. She literally just cornered me by the beer and she was like, why are you looking at Francis? You know, so it was no. it, like, I, I literally <laughs> became a little antisocial after that, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm friends still with her, but it, I needed to end that. It was, it was pretty toxic. It's good that you did, because imagine if you would have kept going with that, with the kind of person that would have turned you into. Probably pretty, pretty angry. I'm already <laughs> angry, but darn, you know. <laughs> it would have made me really like a hermit, basically. Mm -hmm live off the grid for that matter no but it's it's not healthy to be in a relationship with that kind of uh dynamic um the next one that i have is i could never date a bisexual i'd be too worried that they cheat on me and that's, you just explained this yeah just I mean, now. that's crazy everyone cheats 
heterosexuals, gays, lesbians, everyone cheats. Why make it by? Why make it yeah. all about bisexuals? Um, just because they're it's attracted. just insecurity. You know, they're like, okay, well, now I have double competition. It's not double competition. If I'm with you, if I made the choice to be with you, it's because I want to be with you. Exactly. If I don't want to be with you, just like anybody else, you're gonna go goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's like that, like almost like weak mentality of like not being able to involve yourself enough with someone to be confident that this person is gonna care for you enough to like whenever they feel like they need to leave they will tell you exactly and I I think I don't think it should be like when you get into a relationship with someone it's not like okay I choose you you're extra special but at the same time don't make it seem like my time is being taken for granted because mm-hmm. I literally chose you. I'm not looking at anyone else. Everything that you have is something that I look into, some a quality that I look into to have in my future, to be with somebody for a long time. Like I'm not dating to play games and mm-hmm. that sounds like a lot of games. And I would never I see a lot of lesbians, a lot of lesbians that are biphobic. They out themselves on TikTok all the time. And it's it's sad because at the end of the day, you're literally um, crossing off a whole lot of women. You don't know what their personalities are. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're future-oriented. You don't know any of these things. And you're already crossing them off just because they're bisexual. That's super frustrating. Like It is, yeah. I can't. I can't with people. Missing the potential here. <laughs> um... So the next one I have is, we were wondering if you'd like to join our relationship. The infamous Tinder bio. Yeah. Looking for a unicorn. See, I call these people the uh, imminent breakup relationship because... They're looking for spice. You're already bored. You don't know how to fix it on your own. And now you want to add someone to then blame the failed relationship on. Like, this is the pen that you're going to use. Once you get tired of everything, to be like, well, it was your idea. <laughs> it was your idea to bring another person in this relationship. And, like, I, you know, there's been so many times that, like, I went through it. <laughs> <laughs> Unknowingly, I literally was a unicorn without knowing. Um, it was a friendship. And, you know, she, for some reason, was attracted to me. And he was, like, jokingly just allowing it to happen because he thought it was, like, oh, like, she's, like, more loving with me. Like, she now, like, looks forward to, like, getting, like, pretty up and stuff. And it was even for him. It was because she found someone that truly saw her for who she was. Who she was. Not just, like, oh, I have a girl at home that, like, cooks for me and, like, I have, like, secure sex at night. No, it was like, you know, like, I thought that I was being a good friend, just like, because if she was sad, I'm like, yo, you know, you're too pretty to be, like, moping like that, like, let's get ready, let's look pretty, let's go out, you know, like, I'll take you back home. Yeah. And, you know, she literally fell for me, and I was like, yo, you have a whole boyfriend, I can't do this. (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) That's insane. I've never been through a situation like that, but that's insane. Just and not knowing at mm-hmm. that is is ridiculous. People are weird, and it's crazy because um, I have a soft spot for people that are like broken as hell. Like I've never been in a relationship with someone that's stable, unfortunately. 
Um, but you know, I feel bad for her, and then, like at some point, I I started falling for her, and I, that's when I had to cut it off. I was like, listen, I love you as a friend, I care about you, I wish the best for you, but I can continue the friendship that we have. Yeah, it's, like it seems you you need to pick up the pieces of the, your own the, the relationship. The pieces of your own relationship, and you need to like take it as it is, and like just know that in spirit, I'm rooting for you. Whether you're in this relationship still or you, like, move on, but I can do it. Like, I feel guilty that I'm ruining a relationship and yeah. I didn't even know until now. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like you can eat it, you can eat, but just not at my table. Please, mm-hmm. like, stay far away. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, but from far. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, I, and I feel like it happens a lot. Like, again, a lot of people just open up that hole just because... Deep down inside, they know it's it's just not gonna work. I I think I I feel like I've seen so many of those, and not to be judgy, but a lot of those photos that they post of themselves as a couple together. And mm-hmm. I've been on Tinder. I can't stand Tinder, but <laughs> even on Bumble, yeah. um, you can tell like the way that those relationship dynamics are pictured that it's probably failing Mm -hmm. the reason why or they'll say you know my wife is into women and I just want to watch like yeah "Eh, that's gross like no no nobody needs that (laughs) and it's not even it's not even to even um talk bad about polyamory because there are people who are in polyamorous relationships not talking bad about that because that is rooted in open communication and feeling your feelings and understanding that love is not finite it's something that is infinite in there is no limit um to the amount of love and you can love multiple people without it being um in a relationship it can be platonic so it it, that's not what i'm talking about but like people you can tell when their relationships are failing and they're just trying to bring somebody in the bedroom to give it a little bit more spice look for it in your own relationship don't try to add somebody in because at the end of the day somebody always gets hurt Mm -hmm. always It's either the relationship or the person that you're stringing in. And I hate to see that. Yeah, for sure. Um, The next one is, we didn't know because you don't look like you'd like women or men. And we just talked about this too. Like, I I think it's crazy that people associate a particular look with identities. And I can see it in some cases, like flamboyant men. There are flamboyant men out there who are not gay. But even then, associating a look is very hurtful. Like, I think there was a point in high school where I just stopped caring of like trying to fit in. Yeah. To the point that I said, like, you know what, I want to be me. I'm going to dress however I want. If someone has an issue, I don't oh, care. Well. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and yeah, no, there was days where I would dress a little more comfortable, more tomboyish, and I kind of like not the girliest back then. Um, even nowadays, I have my moments where, like, like now, I kind of feel a little a little tomboyish, but, you know, there are days where I feel like I want to look pretty. I want to do my nails and um, fix my hair, but, I mean, it's the appearance. I mean, also, I think it's the demeanor that you approach certain people, um, because I met the girliest girls, and I was like, there's no chance for me on this one. <laughs> and then they end up, like liking me and we end up like you know like hanging out and stuff but just like the other way you can find the most tomboyish girl ever and that's just who she is 
they if they check all the boxes, go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, no, for sure. And and some with guys, I mean, um, like you said, like I I like guys that are a little more in touch with their feminine side, um, just because they take care of themselves and um, they're a lot more compassionate. They they also like to communicate better. Um, if there's like at least in my experience, the ones that I dated, um, they they like to talk. They like they like to f- see where you're at with your feelings. They validate a lot of what's going on. Um, yeah, some can care. be a lot of very emotional, but I appreciate that because with a lot of guys, you just think one way. They're like, okay, they're just here for a fun time. If I don't give him what they want, he's gonna leave me for someone that will. You know, you feel you kind of feel a little bit used, and uh, it's unfortunate because for so long they just been thought to be that way. Yeah, and this is why a lot of people think like, oh, you're with women because guys are trash. Well, not all guys are trash. That's it's just true. they're they're hard to find, and now we gotta dig through the both sides because <laughs> there's some girls that are also trash. So. Don't I know it? <laughs> Do you feel like you've ever been told that bisexual people are promiscuous, cheaters, or greedy? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Plain, plain, simple. <laughs> all the time. There you are. You're so greedy. You want both. And I'm like, I don't want both. It's just again a preference. Yeah. Just like some girls only go for douchebags, I like to go for sweet innocent girls and emotional guys. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You have your preferences. Oh, yeah, no, promiscuity, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, like I said, in all playing field, if that's who you are, you can't change that depending on, like, what you like. You're always going to be promiscuous. doesn't matter what you like. You can like a wall, and you're still going to act like a slutty little bag. So. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I get that a lot, for sure. The greediness is, is, is what I get the most. Even being um, bisexual, I feel like people have this automatic assumption that they are greedy in some way because they like both. But if attraction and sexuality was a choice, Mm -hmm. why not open the world? Like, you like what you like, just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. We have more items in the menu. You're just (laughs) mad that you only have one page. Do you um, has anybody ever told you told you that bisexual people just want to have sex with everyone? Yeah, <laughs> that's sad. I mean, I've heard it too, but it's so sad. Like, wouldn't you like? Why why stick to one thing? Why not just try? So like, when I hear men ask me why I like women, why don't you like men? Did you try it? Do Do you want me to go to the store and get you a? A dildo, and we can try it out. Like, is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I think it's more my personality, but I take everything as a joke. So, <laughs> I, usually people, oh, I'm like, well, yeah, wouldn't you? Also, you know, usually guys are the ones that are like, oh, like, why? I'm like, why are you like me? Why are you here talking to me? <laughs> For the same exact reasons why I'm about to talk to that girl behind you. Like, I don't like, understand. Like, step aside, guy. I'm like, move, move out of the way. Um... But yeah, no, I I think it's again misconception. Doesn't matter what you like, what do you decide to like? If you like something tomorrow, if you want to have sex with everyone, you're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, um, 
I myself like I am not as open to just like go around and sleep with everyone I I am more on the old school I like to get to another person um but yeah no I, I think I think again it's just like everything else people just want to have a reason to almost put a bad label on everything that they don't understand yeah if you're not going to be respectful don't say anything mm -hmm. it's like that expression that our parents used to tell us if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all yeah. like why spread the hatred why for what um i think in in reality i think i've dealt with men and they'll ask me why why i've come out so late and it's mm -hmm. just like okay first of all have you not seen women like I love using that because then they'll look at me like we didn't expect her to say that. Yeah, so they because they're like, well, yeah, I do. I, do I see mean, women. have have you not seen women? Like how beautiful they are. Like come on, you can't tell me that you'd switch to men if you if you had a choice. <laughs> come on, <laughs> these are stinky. Okay. Um, this one actually triggered me just a bit, but mm -hmm. um, you can you can explain that if you feel. Lesbians just think that you're using them and playing them with playing with their feelings before settling down with a man. Yeah, I I honestly don't understand. Because um, if you want to settle down, you're gonna settle down with whoever you want. Um, and unfortunately, in this the way the the trend with relationships, it almost feels like no one wants to settle down. Mm-hmm. You want to have what you want today, and then tomorrow if you see something better pass by, you want that opportunity. Um, so whenever people just say like, oh, well, you're using me, I'm like, I'm not using you, I'm here for a reason. And, you know, who knows, maybe you're using me. You know, maybe you saw something in me, like maybe I'm providing for you, like maybe before. Maybe you're projecting. Yeah, maybe, maybe you were living with your parents and now you're leaving my apartment nice and comfortable. <laughs> and you're using me until you find something that you actually like. You know, you just got used to my company. You got used to being comfortable. Yeah, careful. Yeah. And a lot of people just think like, oh, well, you're using me. I'm like, well, everyone uses everyone. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether it's something negative or positive, you, you are with someone to get something in return. Mm -hmm. Whether it's something, a, a selfish reason or for, because you need company. Because a lot of people, I mean, my age, I want company, but I, I don't go just anywhere to find company. Yeah. And I, I want sense. honest company. You know? Yeah. It makes sense that way. And I, I feel like even with myself, um, I've been on Bumble. I'm not on it anymore, mm -hmm. but I was on Bumble for almost two years. And I kid you not, not a whole lot of matches. And then I stopped and it wasn't like a manipulative tactic, but I was just try trying to test the waters. Mm -hmm. I removed the fact that I had a child off of my profile, but I would also explain that I had one yeah. when they would match and I'd have those conversations with them. I cannot tell you how many times women have unmatched just because I have a kid. They That's think why. that it's some sort of phase without even getting to know me. Mm -hmm some sort of phase that I'm gonna end up either going back to my son's father, which is not possible, but either going back to my son's father or going to another man because I felt like women weren't for me. And it sucks because that also played into my own insecurities. Like, what do I not have that they're looking for? Mm -hmm. And not knowing that I was gay earlier puts me into this 
category that most lesbians don't want to deal with and I didn't know this I felt like I was naive when I first came out because I didn't see all of that yeah the lesbian community is so divided that it it is is. crazy to me to be part of the LGBTQ community it's it's great it's very inclusive there's literally a letter for everyone but I've noticed a lot within the community it is very divided yeah and it sucks to see it that way because the idea is to be inclusive but not to not include everyone exactly yeah. so it's like uh, uh, come on <laughs> you know it drives me nuts I mean I'm not trying to hate on the community I mean obviously I am bisexual but um <laughs> no I don't like it it almost feels like a cult and yeah. if you don't fully agree with it and you don't take the punch, they're not going to include you in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, even back when I was in high school, I never wanted to put a label on myself. I never wanted to, oh, well, yeah, LGBT. Like, no, like, let me be me. Let me experience myself. Let me not be a part of whatever group. Let me just be. Yeah. You know, because the more involved that you get in it, the deeper you get in it, the more you see that there is a lot of division. Mm-hmm. You know, like one group hating the other one, one group just not validating the other one. I'm like, well, what's the point of being a group if you guys are all separated? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of sad. I mean, it, it happens everywhere. I mean, even in religion, but uh, it's, it's just sad. And, and that's kind of why I try my best to separate myself from the community just because it feels kind to like suffocating yeah it, to, I can agree. to be like hey i'm here but i can only go certain places within the group because i'm not accepted somewhere else yeah and it i, I see it all the time where mm-hmm. people are talking about how there is a very big biphobic community and it's not mm-hmm. it's not even just the lesbians it's other bisexuals it's gay men it's everyone has this some has some sort of hatred and it's not even just um bisexual women it's also bisexual Mm -hmm. men they feel the same way and i'm like it's it's baffling how the community is supposed to be together but it's actually really divided and i hadn't really realized that until i started getting involved in um rally events and and really talking to more people within the community and hearing about their struggles and having people open up and talk about these things Mm -hmm. because it's crazy like the amount of hatred that comes out of it and it's not even like it's not even like I hate the community I don't have any problem with it I don't follow everything that they follow I don't agree with everything that they agree with but I have my own set of beliefs and they're not religious but I have my own sets of beliefs just being compassionate being caring of other people opening an ear you never know what you can resonate with unless the person is vulnerable with you. And how are you, how are you supposed to allow somebody to be vulnerable with you? With you is to be compassionate towards yeah. them. If they feel like you're going to listen and you're going to support them, they're going to open up to you. And it's not like I want people to use that as a manipulation tactic to get to know someone because there are people who are yeah, who, who sure. are out there who do that. And it sucks because, like, even with me, I feel like I am very, very open with everything that I've been through to help someone else because I didn't have that when I was growing up. I didn't understand all of those feelings and everything. So it's like, if I can offer that to someone else, I'm great. You know, just don't abuse it. Don't take it for granted. Don't make me waste my breath. I talk a lot. Don't (laughs) (laughs) I can talk a lot, but don't make me waste my breath. 
Um, what do you think has been the most frustrating thing that you've had to deal with as a bisexual woman? Um, I think it's more like on the personal level. Um, obviously, I come from like completely religious background. So I think it was more like trying to find... I don't even know how to put this into words. Like finding myself into my own truth. Because a lot of people, like, you know, my family, they were like, well, you're supposed to date guys. But a lot of times I was like, well, I like guys, but I also feel more comfortable with girls. Like, even friendships, like, like, yeah, I have guy friends, but it was like one way only. Yeah. And if they ever got a little too comfortable or I felt like they were starting to like me, I was like, okay, no, you just, you just want to. <laughs> be with me and that's not what I want I want a friend and with girls it was easier to hide or have like almost that barrier of like I can be completely comfortable with you and at the same time hold a friendship yeah um, and I think that's kind of how I, I I went through it and it, it was just hard for me to to be comfortable with my sexuality, just like, okay, is the, am, am I going to go to hell for this, for, like, really loving people? And and then I just understood. I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to live in fear of doing things. Um, so it's I'm, I'm still kind of struggling with it, to be honest, because there's so much going on in the world where you're like, okay, is, is this really what I want? Yeah, you know, especially because I I just feel like the way that relationships are are portraying to be nowadays is just almost like a contract of what can I get out of people, and and it's hard to Babe. to find someone honestly that cares about you for who you are, and that is willing to understand all of the past that you've been through and be understanding and accepting. I think. Um, it sucks because the media, when you look at movies, you look at music, they romanticize toxicity. Oh, and yeah, for sure. It's, it gives this perspective that, and I, I like to say this all the time, love is not supposed to be hard. It, you can have differences, you can mm-hmm. have you know, arguments, but at the same time, having a relationship with someone who fully accepts you for who you are doesn't look at you like you're a project and really can understand that you are different from other people and this is what they want is hard to find because media has literally represented that toxicity is normal and it Mm -hmm. shouldn't be and I myself and I'm in a relationship now and it's definitely a lot different than what I'm used to it's so healthy and in order for us to both come to a natural consensus with each other we've both been through therapy I think therapy is great it should be something that are great (laughs) I think it should be something that people utilize a whole lot more than what they do right now and I am extremely grateful that I got to do some self-reflection and even in this relationship I still do self-reflection. I look out for the things that I say, how I want things to be perceived. I I watch for everything. And I still overanalyze a whole lot. And it's, it's 
interesting because it's not boring because they say like once you get out of a toxic relationship and you get into a healthy one because you're used to the roller coaster of emotions up and down up yeah. and down up and down once you get into something healthy there is no up and down yeah. so it's not something that you're used to you're going to think ideally they're going to think that it's boring or you know something's going on or maybe they're being secretive when it's really not the case they just trust you and they want you to do better for yourself they push you to do better mm-hmm. and also want to build a future with you and for me even now that's important and my girlfriend really understands that so she's like all on board with it she understands and i think it's really great like coming from a toxic background it's definitely a mind changer yeah no for sure i to this day still looking for that healthy relationship but um no i can understand i mean it's just like therapy man i i think it should be it should be almost like mandatory mandatory for sure i mean a lot of people carry so much with them and it's almost like normal for them to like project all of that frustration into another human being and it's without not, even knowing and it. it's not fair you know like i mean i i gone through so much like i mean i've been in the most toxic forever like not non-relationship ever because this person keeps coming back and i'm just like yo like what is it that you want from me like every time you come you wreck my whole fucking life and then you leave with no explanation like at least give me a reason give yeah. me give me a reason why i'm not good enough you know and, and it sucks because that, that that I've I've I feel that spiritually because when a person leaves like that and it's like ghosting yeah when they you're leave like what like did that, I do you like, know you start questioning everything that you ever did with that person like did I not listen right did I not give enough like attention to them did I not did I say something wrong did I trigger them and they just leave and you're like what the heck happened you know. And then they come back like nothing happened. I'm like, okay, no. I can't be nice to you again. <laughs> I'm only going to get hurt again. Yeah, and, and it's hard because then you you take that with you. And then the next time someone accidentally hits that really soft spot for you, you completely just... Yeah, you lose it. You lose it because you're like, no, it's happening again, you know? And, and I mean, I've been to therapy. I, I've, I completely suggest... Anyone that that wants to have a complete moment of like just your brain being blown out, yeah, to at least go to three sessions of therapy. Like I learned so much about me, so much about how I perceive my love, how I just completely ruined so much for me because of the fear being left behind yeah and it it sucks because all of those things those toxic relationships that you would normally go through they not only give you trauma but they give you things to worry about that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life if you don't find a way to heal those things so like in the two years that i've been single I literally had no intentions of getting into a relationship because I know where I was coming from was super traumatic and I wanted to unlearn all of those behaviors mm-hmm. before I put that on someone else. I was deeply trusting at the beginning of my last relationship. So trusting that the person took advantage. 
they didn't see they didn't see any reason to to let me know things and I'm just like yeah they're they're good you know they're thinking mm-hmm. of me whatever nope <laughs> the entire time they were cheating and it 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 really fed into this idea I would look at things and I'd be like you know what does she have that I don't mm-hmm. what what happened that he needed to find another place to get this attention wasn't was not everything that I wasn't was doing why wasn't it enough yeah and I carried that with me so I knew that if I got into another relationship I'd be overworking myself because I want to make sure that they're happy so that they come back to me yeah and like nope I can't do that I could not I was like I'm not doing it I'm gonna go to therapy I'm gonna do all of the work I'm gonna rebuild my friendships and prioritize my friendships and even rebuild my relationships with my family members Mm -hmm. even then because I was very closed off couldn't interact with anyone I was always getting accused of cheating but the other person was the one that was cheating so how are you gonna project these issues onto me when you're the one that's doing them it's just making you feel better because you're gonna think okay you know she's cheating so I'm gonna do it too even if she's not really doing it like make it make sense Mm -hmm. just go to therapy man yeah (laughs) No, and it, it, like again, it creates a cycle. I mean, one broken person breaks another one, and that person goes and breaks another one. And hurt people, hurt and, people. And this is how we end up with a bunch of broken people trying <laughs> to get into broken relationships. <laughs> hurt people, hurt people, and it's mm-hmm. unfortunate because it. And I and I said this the last episode. It's it's interesting that when you get into a relationship with someone your body already knows if that's the person for you Mm -hmm. and subconsciously subconsciously i can't say that word ever (laughs) i hate it um your body knows and will react accordingly so when you realize that a relationship is not secure they're going to try and make it up for you so that you can build that relationship Mm -hmm. in a more secure level and one of the biggest things for most people is is having sex so they equate having sex as an emotional attachment because you're gonna have a couple of emotional um, moments within that interaction that's gonna say okay you know I'm getting those emotions this is my boost of serotonin so the more sex you have in that relationship and it's not to say that people who are hypersexual are that way like they're they're trying to make up for it because there are hypersexual people But your body automatically knows. The same ways that you would um, say that you have anxiety when you're around someone, it's really your body telling you, you need to get the hell out. And even now, I I realize that there's a difference between anxiety and being nervous. Yeah. When you're nervous, you care. When you're you're anxious, it's because you're scared. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Even now in my current relationship, I'm nervous all of the time because I worry about how I'm perceiving things, if I'm doing too much. All of the overanalyzing comes back and she's just like, no, relax, relax. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, try to, I try to think through things and, and really just sit with my feelings before I say something because I'm still bringing some of those toxic um behaviors back with me just like wait a second I just need to sit down and think am I really overthinking this am I really doing this and come to find out I'm really not I'm overthinking because I'm stressing myself out and I just gotta stop doing it I'm I'm working on it but I (laughs) I, 
it's it's coming. It's a work in progress. Um, have you ever felt like you invalidated your own identity just by looking at different types of stereotypes and things that people believe about bisexual people? Um, no, I, I try my best not to let all the people's opinions influence how I feel um, in whichever level it is, whether it's like sexual, political, whatever it is. Um, I, I like to just receive a lot of information and then formulate Your own my opinions. own opinion. Yeah. Um, it's really rare where someone is like, well, this. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay, thank you for telling me. And then I go to my friend Google and I'm like, okay, let me check this out. Um, no, no, I think, I think it's very damaging when you just take people's opinions and you just kind of like take it for your own and you're like, this is what I'm going to live with. Mm-hmm. And this is what I identify, and this is what it, it is. I'm like, no, like, God gave your brain. Use it. Use it. Because not everyone is meant to think the same way. Not everyone is meant to just receive information and live with it for the rest of your life. I mean, if you did that, you would be wiping your butt the same way your whole life. Mm-hmm. Some people doing it the wrong way because they haven't verified whether that's the right way or not. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's just like mind blowing to me. Like I, I, I hate that I sound a little like arrogant when I say that. But no, your opinion, thank you. But I also need to see whether what you're telling me is true. Yeah, it actually like, I doesn't. Won't, I sound won't. Arrogant. I won't take it. Like I won't take it. Like I'm the type of person that I, I rather spend ten hours on the computer researching something so that I have the right information and I can mm-hmm. formulate it rather than go around. And spread some stupid thing that you told me, and then look dumb. Like I won't take it. <laughs> I, I I believe I do the same thing because I've been told several times different kinds of opinions, and I'm just like, mm, I don't have the the information to be able to really speak mm-hmm. on this. So I'm gonna go ahead and do some research, and then I'll get back to you, and we can talk about it. Um, I do have a friend who likes to debate with me. Um, he's probably like one of my favorite people because he really just like he'll pick a subject and he'll be like hey I need to talk about this let's <laughs> let's debate and I'll be like uh hold on a second let me go ahead and do some research on that and then I will get back to you and we can talk about it just give me some time and I'll, I'll go ahead and do it at the time I was kind of busy so I actually did it like two days later and we were able to talk about it um, I treasure this guy because he really he he's very I've known him for a really long time and he's very um he is opinionated but a lot of people like to push a label onto him and say that he is being sexist or he's being racist and he's none of those things mm-hmm. so to me when he comes to me he's like he's looking for an open perspective exactly. somebody who looks at the bigger picture doesn't just look at one thing and say okay this is it yeah. this is finite no you got to look at the big picture when you look at people, you have to look at how they grew up. And if they're a friend of yours, knowing something about their childhood mm-hmm. is going to explain how they are as a person. I try my best to understand people in a compassionate way because you never know what they went through in their childhood. You don't know what they're bringing with them in this relationship or in this friendship. So understanding them as a whole person is really important. And he does that with me. I do that with him. So it's like... I treasure those kinds of friendships because you can come to me, you can ask me about something. If I don't know, I'm going to find out and I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to just say, like, I don't know. 
like go to somebody else no 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 we can talk about it i don't have a problem with that like we can have a difference of opinion yeah no and it's healthy to have someone that thinks differently from you Mm -hmm. i feel like nowadays everyone is so keen on having friendships that everyone agrees on the same thing all the time that is so unhealthy like it's so unhealthy for you building your own little cult to build a circle around a bunch of people are scared to speak their mind because oh they're then they're not gonna like me now mm-hmm. now and, and it's like what what's so difficult about understanding that everyone is different and there's different opinions about everything like i mean at work i get along with a lot of people you know like i am very keen on saying like i i'm friendly with everyone until you give me a reason not to mm-hmm. and it's usually like a personal insult you know like then i cross the line you know but i i think people think that i have a little bit more of a fake personality because i get along with everyone and i'm like it's it's because i find things in common with with basically pretty everyone. much everyone yeah. and it's like i don't mind when someone opposes my opinion you know on whatever it is i i take it I'm like, you know i respect that thank you for letting me know that that's how you feel but this is how i feel and and i hope that we can understand that but it is it is unhealthy to just sit down with the same people, the same people that think the same way, and they never want to broaden their thinking. Yeah, like or broaden their knowledge. And it's crazy because a lot of people like then that creates a whole entire group of like toxic mm-hmm. human beings because then two of them are gonna think the same way, and then two of them are gonna think the same way, and now it, it becomes like a click within a click. And then they're like, well, well, she said this, and I don't agree. And I'm like, well, me neither. And then the other group are like, well, she said that, and I don't agree. And then they go back to that, and they're like, oh, yes, we're friends. <laughs> no, like, talk about it. And it's healthy to oppose, having opposing views on things, because we're humans. We're not meant to be completely the same. I mean, look at today. There's so many labels for people nowadays. And everyone is just obsessed with like creating a new one, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's fine. Create your label, but then don't be offended because other people don't understand what you're creating. Yeah, you yeah, know? it makes sense. And I think even with the way that things are going in society today, there is a difference between having a difference of opinion and really just not respecting mm-hmm. other people. I think, and I I try not to get on political topics on here, but. Um, I believe that with like human rights issues, mm-hmm. if it's stemmed for equality, there is no difference of opinion. It should always be equal. It shouldn't be divided the way that it is. And taking rights from some people and not taking those same rights from others is not okay. Yeah. So like there is a difference between having a difference of opinion and not agreeing on rights that people should have that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have people who are very much against, you know, um, the LGBTQ community and things that they stand for and having representation. I am huge on representation. And just because I am a product of not having the representation shown to me. So, in my belief, if you don't think that it's okay to, like, and this is throwing an example out there because it's something I truly feel. With the LGBTQ community, a lot of people think that being outside of um, heterosexuality 
is abnormal. It's not something that we should be doing. But at the same time, if you don't want those relationships, if you don't want LGBTQ community relationships in media, in anything, then neither should heterosexuality. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. If you want to take it away from one, take it away from all. You can't just take it away because you feel that it's against your beliefs. If it's against your beliefs, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to it. That's it. Like, move on. There's plenty of things in this world that are being created to support your religion, to support your beliefs. Just listen to that. Why do you have to complain? Why do you have to take those things away just because you don't want other people to listen to it? Just because you fit into a box doesn't mean everybody else should fit into that box. And that's how I think. Like, that same thing with religion. Not everybody has the same belief. Mm -hmm. No, No religion is better than another, and no religion is more important than another. Let everybody do what they want. If it doesn't affect you, move on. There's what? Billions of people on this planet. Find somebody else (laughs) that goes with your religion or goes with your beliefs. Why try to um, spew this hatred on somebody that doesn't believe? What are you doing? Like, this world needs a whole lot more love. And it sounds a little hippie-ish, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, it does. Like, true love, though. Yeah. Um, I think that's an important... Thing to say true love we need a lot of true love for sure there's it's it's it sucks because it's like it's super hurtful to see the way that society is going right now and all of the laws that have been placed for equality and all of these other things are being repealed because of religion and it, i hate seeing it and with you saying that you've you've come from a religious background it sucks it and I'm, I'm sure you can relate on some level because it's not seen as normal do you think that straight women have ever felt uncomfortable around you after knowing or you even telling them that you're bisexual um probably <laughs> probably um, like their whole demeanor just changes yes but the funny thing is not because now all of a sudden they think that I am, like, attracted to them. I think it's the opposite way, though. I think it's more like, okay, so if she is, then why is she not more into me? Because I'm not the type of person validation. that... Yeah, they need to feel like, okay, so she likes girls, so that that means she's going to flirt with me, she's going to, like, hit on me, just like like guys. She might think like, I'm pretty. Yeah, no, and I'm like... <laughs> No, honey. No, not thank you. But, and again, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it happens to me, but for the opposite reason. Like, they don't get uncomfortable because not all of a sudden, like, oh, my God. Like, they're in, no, they are like, okay, so if you were, where was your actual flirting with me? Like, am I not your type? What's wrong with me? And I'm like... (laughs) Well, we're friends. I can't like all of my friends, you know. You gotta, you gotta set a line and boundary somewhere. Yeah, and, and it's funny because it ha- actually happened recently, where um, you know, at work I always like have this joke where I have a work wife, right? And it kind of switches because they just get fired or they just find a better job. And um, so there is this one coworker that she's been there for a, for a little bit and. She feels offended because she's never been selected to be Francis's work wife. And I'm like, baby girl, like, first of all, like, what do you want me to do? I don't understand. Like, 
you don't have the same vibrational level that I'm looking for my work wife. I'm sorry. I'll flirt with you, but you're not the one. Work wife is here. I'm not paying attention to you during the shift. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny. It's I think that's super funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I experienced it in a funny, like stupid way. Yeah, no, not I think that's a, I think that's a better way to experience it though. <laughs> Honestly, somebody getting upset to not be chosen. Yeah, and and the thing is because I I have set myself for it because I joke around so much like. People that meet me for the first time or, like, maybe have been around me for a little bit, they're like, oh, yeah, no. This Frances is just hypersexual. She has no self-control. And I'm, like, completely the opposite. Like, that's just my way of, like, being comfortable because I have severe social anxiety. And I have worked with it with, like, being, you know, jokingly and flirty. But in reality, like, if you meet me and you're trying to be serious with me, I am completely old school. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to, either you pick me up, I'm picking you up, I'm going to open doors, I'm buying you flowers, Chivalry's even if it. you're a guy, I'll buy you flowers, I don't care, <laughs> we'll, we'll do the whole bang, and we're going to date, we're going to get to know each other, and and once it comes to the point where I feel like we're both in the same level, then we can get a little more intimate, and then we'll see where it goes, but... Yeah. No, the whole sense. sleeping around, I don't do it. I joke around, but I, I won't do it. it and it's kind of like crazy. Like, um, a lot of people don't understand the level of, like, spirituality that happens once you're intimate with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a bond that you don't break. You're intimate with someone, and you live with that for the rest of your life. Yep. Just like all your bad decisions, at the end of the night, you're trying to sleep, and there those are. thoughts are there. <laughs> It, it happens in a spiritual way, and you don't you don't understand that you're connected to people. And I'm I'm very very selfish of who is connected to me. So yeah, no, and it and it's funny how a lot of people just. Francis is is a different person from what she lets you see for sure. Um, there is more to you than meets the eye. No, for sure. A lot. Listen, the amount of times that people have been offended because I openly have rejected them they're like what, what do you mean Francis you're like talking about this and I'm like yeah but that's just talk though I don't intend it I'm not trying I'm not trying to screw you at work what's wrong with you it's not like that man read the room for listen <laughs> and it's it's funny because we have the same type of humor I noticed from when mm-hmm. we when we started communicating in the room it we have the same type of humor the same like thought process and we are very similar. The only thing is, is that it took me a little bit more time for me to get to that level, yeah. um, for me to really understand that that's, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And I just never really came into that identity until maybe several years ago. Who's it going to hurt to laugh a little more? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, people are so serious. Like, why are you flirting with a straight face? <laughs> like, make me laugh. And then, you know what? As a woman, I will take you out, Mr. And I will buy you dinner. I will buy you drinks. I have nothing wrong with that. Or and the girls too. Like I have no shame on being a gentle woman. Yeah. You know. But again, and it's like people are like just so serious and like the way that they try to like come to you is just and like and I'm like that makes people uncomfortable. Like laugh. Like li- life is short for you to like just come so like direct yeah. and be like, well. What's a single lady like you doing here? Like, 
really. That's all you is have that, to say. Like, why is that the like the official pickup line? I'm like, oh, what's a pretty girl like you doing single? You know, at that point, you should I, smile more. At that point, I'm like, I'm not single. I'm not single. <laughs> but it's like I'm. Like, I've never used that line, and I'm. Like, I don't understand people that use it. It's like there's a thousand things that you could have said that you can use to catch someone's attention. And then that's what you use. And that says and, a lot and, about your character. And you probably heard that line about three guys back that way on the bar, and now you're trying to me, no, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. I used to hate it when people would tell me, oh, you should smile more. Like, a smile for what? For why? What? Are you going to say something funny? Like, like make me please. laugh. Then I'll smile. I and it's it, it's funny because I I treasure dad jokes. I really like dad <laughs> jokes because they're always so corny. Um, and tell me a dad joke, make me laugh because mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form, it's gonna make me open up a little bit more. Yeah. And also make me realize, okay, I could be funny with this person. I can make jokes, and mm-hmm. it opens up like a, a a dynamic for the two people that are in that interaction. So. When I used to go out and guys would say, like, the weirdest things to hit on women. And I'm just like, guys, like, do you think that that's okay? Yeah, no, for sure. I I don't know if you remember Roxy, um, downtown Orlando. Yes, yes. Oh, how so, can I forget? Electra Tuesdays. <laughs> I don't remember what day that I went on. I think it was, like, Saturday when they had, like, the EDC um, club nights or house music nights and my goodness the amount of guys that would wait right outside the bathroom and wait for girls to come right out sit right by the bar and just wait and hey pretty lady okay you think, you think who are you talking to <laughs> there's lots of pretty ladies here who are you talking to so and it the way that guys pick up girls at the bar is just not not successful I've seen it. I've I've seen my friends do it, and I'm just like, dog, really? It's Out of all the things, it's unfortunate. It's like be yourself. You know, be There's a little more, be a little more genuine. Um, but the whole pickup line, like sometimes they're <laughs> funny, and I'm I'm gonna give it to you. I haven't heard that one before, but at the same time, it's like it's not that hard to approach someone and treat them like it's not just you hunting. Yeah. You know, you don't have to pull the trigger. You can you can welcome that that person into whatever it is that you're trying to get at. Yeah. You because know? you go to a club and a guy approaches you and you know what they want. Mm-hmm. They're, especially now that it's like, oh, can I get your Snapchat? You know what, you know yep. what you're going to get from that. <laughs> um, you know, being on Tinder, you know what you're going to get out of that. You're not going to get something... I mean, it has happened, yes. I'm product of that. Not gonna, something not gonna serious. Unvalidated, but at the same time, it's like 99% of the time, what is it that you're getting? You're getting nothing <laughs> out of those interactions. Trauma. And, and yeah, and I think that's why it's funny that to say, but it is easier to like interact with women because you can approach them and say something completely stupid, and they're going to be like, what? Wait one second. They're going to think about it. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, wait one second, you know? Like, all night I've been getting the same thing. And then this person just comes out of nowhere, says one thing, 
Makes eye contact, smiles, and then leaves. What? What is this? <laughs> she didn't stick around. What, what's going on? And and I think it's like. It's it's difficult to get the same all the time because now you have conditioned yourself that if you get that interaction, it's with this outcome. Mm -hmm. Even if a person is literally being honest, you have conditioned that brain that oh, what's a pretty lady? You okay? Wasted. Yeah. And it I could be the, it eyes. could be your soulmate, <laughs> and he just picked the wrong line that day or she, and and you're just like dismissing because. There's no, there's no it's human like a form of PTSD. Yeah, there's no hum, like true human interaction. No one wants to hear that every single time you go out. I think like buy me the shot and save the time. <laughs> Just do it. I think there is honestly an easier way to have interactions when you go to places like that. When mm -hmm. you go to a bar, when you go to a club, there there is definitely an easier way to mm -hmm. make memorable. Um, interactions with people and possibly get them to like you enough to see you again. Mm -hmm. And I think if somebody was to genuinely be interested, I don't think that they should ever comment on your physical um, appearance until after you start getting to know them. Having a nice smile is like one thing that I've noticed that are that is a little bit more genuine, mm -hmm. but it's also kind of overplayed. Using the words beautiful, cute, I don't, I don't like to use those. I like to use um, more descriptive words that go with a person's personality because it stands out more. It makes the, the connection genuine, and I think people need to really just do that more because mm -hmm. commenting on somebody's physical qualities, I feel like is not really genuine because it also portrays this idea that that's what you're paying attention to. Yeah. Physical uh, attributes can change through time, and you know, us getting older, they change. So, if that's something that you're interested in, okay, move on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it shouldn't all be about looks. I, I get, you know, judging people from from what they look like, but it really matters what they're what they look like inside. Your soulmate could look like anything. People come in all shapes, shapes, sizes, colors. Yeah, like, for it's sure. it's ridiculous that people just. One box. Not but, for me. Yeah, no, not for me. Either. Not for me. As a summer, I think the stereotypes and, and the labels, I think they, they need to cease. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, you don't have to go through life having to force yourself to fit in a label to be accepted. Yeah. Like, I don't care about labels. And, like, have I gone through situations that I wish that I didn't have to go through? Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, it's like you have to build your life according to how you want to live your life. Yeah. Not because, well, mom and dad are saying this or, like, my friends expect this out of me or society expects out of me because, you know, like, whether you came out or not or you are straight or whatever, you decide to, like, identify as. Like, it doesn't have to be a label. Like, labels are just there so that other people can understand but you don't have to fit in them. Yeah. And and I feel like it's it's damaging sometimes to it can be, to yeah. try to try so hard to fit in. And I gave up on trying to fit in. I don't care. You don't <laughs> like me, I don't care. 
you I you don't pay my bills. There's you, billions of people. I go I go to sleep perfectly fine not having your friendship. <laughs> I don't think about you. <laughs> but people are just so keen, so keen on destroying anyone that just doesn't want to be part of society. I don't want to be part of society because yeah. it's toxic. I rather live my life. If you want to be my friend, I am more than open. I love everyone equally. <laughs> um, you have since high school, so yeah. No, I I get along with everyone. It's kind of crazy, like, it, but is that's just me? Like, I don't, I don't see people the same way as others because I have made myself understand that everyone has gone through something. Yeah. And if you start just rejecting people because they have one toxic trait, you're never going to find friends. Because mm-hmm. everyone has a to- Like, I have toxic traits, <laughs> you know, but... Trying to run from them. <laughs> you know, you got to work on them. You, you have to make yourself likable at some point. You can just go through life and just bat everyone around just because, well, I am this and you have to accept it. No, you, you need to understand that that person might be triggered by the fact that you're that way. Yeah, no, that's true. I definitely agree. It's, people are individuals and you have to, and I I love using this, um, but I like to think of people as their own individual selves Mm -hmm. and I like to get to people, I get, I like to get to know people individually. Just because one of my friends is this way doesn't mean that the next one will be or the one after them. And not looking at people like their projects or something for me to fix is not my problem. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you want to be better at something, you want to do some self-growth, self-reflection, I'm going to support you. I, I'm not going to push you in that direction, but I'm going to support you. Whatever you feel like you want to fix and you feel like is a flaw, because I don't like using that word, um, whatever you feel like you want to fix is what you want to fix. If not, if I see something that is very opposite of something that I feel like human rights issues, I will not budge from those. Toxic red flags, I can I can set myself aside from it if I know what they are mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, you know, this is something that they deal with. I am not going to bring up that situation or whatever is going to trigger them if I know what the trigger is to avoid conflict but also I'm aware of it they're aware that I'm aware so it's like deeply rooted in communication trust and all of these other things and I think human interactions require a lot of that reflection a lot of that growth and even growing up we're not the same people that we were when we were in high school Mm -hmm. middle school elementary and even in college like we're not the same people and self-growth is lifelong yeah absolutely lifelong so I think that people who just like stay the same this is who they are and they're not going to change I think those people I stay away from yeah those are the people that I stay away from the the you can't teach an old dog new tricks yes I can (laughs) watch me watch me (laughs) they learn they do learn it might take a little bit longer but at least they learn and I don't um affiliate myself with people who say like this is me, take it or leave it, mm-hmm. toxic, automatically, okay, hard stop, no more, that's it, <laughs> yeah. um, I think biphobia really sucks, it's very hurtful to a lot of people in the community, and even outside of bisexual people, it is very hurtful, because 
even thinking about some of the things that people go through is terrible, absolutely terrible. Being subjected to this idea, it, it sucks. And I personally don't like dealing with it. I know nobody else should. And I'm glad that you came to talk with me about it today because yeah, it's, no, it's a sure. super passionate topic and I hate seeing it. I see it all over TikTok where lesbians like to say, you know, I won't deal with a, a bisexual woman. And it's just like, why? Why are you crossing off all these women? Girl, for? then don't. We don't want you neither. It's just okay. Like, <laughs> like, my goodness. But um, I'd love to have you back on other topics because we mesh really, really well. Yeah, no, um, for sure. I think this was a really, really good episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have nothing else to say, we can go ahead and end the episode. Oh, and- good girl. <laughs>